in Hip Hop Podcast. It is your host, the producer, MC, photographer, Ico. And yo, thank you for joining me again uh, on the third episode. And I am so excited. Like, it's been the third episode. Subsequently, it has made three months. And uh, the feedback that this podcast has received, um, the engagement, all of that, it does not go unnoticed. And I'm so grateful for you guys um, tuning in and, and rocking with me every month. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I, uh, I, can, only, I can only hope to see uh, what it looks like in the future. Um, so yes, let's, let's get into it. This, today's episode, um, rather, is I, I'm, I'm taking a little bit of a lighter route because there's a lot going on in the world um, uh, collectively and individually. So, um, I'm, I'm not here to ignore it, but I, I am here to say that we can enjoy the things that, uh, we like, um, and, 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 and enjoy the things that we have, you know? So, um, before we, we really get into, uh, today's topic, I want to, of course, uh, bring up our artist highlight of the month. And um, that goes to none other than Tuku Tiff. Uh, and you can you spell that T-U-K-O-T-I-F-F because I, I don't I don't want y'all to 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 misspell her name while you're trying to look her up. And then, you know, because you didn't spell it right, you don't find her and then you forget to look her up again. Yeah, no. So I'm going to spell that again. That is T-U-K-O-T-I-F-F. Too cool tiff. All right. Um, her and Jay Monty, they just dropped another track, uh, Enemies and Foes. And when I tell you that track is amazing, I really mean that. Um, down to cadence, uh, uh, tone, the, the dynamics of it, the lyricism, um, how everything just flows right into the other. Uh, I mean, it is is really a, a, a great a great piece of art. So uh, please go tune uh, tune that in or check that out. Uh, you won't be disappointed. All right. Again, that is too cool. Tiff T U K O T I F F. Yeah. So let's get into it. Uh, today's episode, we are talking about anime, black culture, and hip hop. And I know you a lot of y'all are like, what? Like, how does anime fit into black culture and hip hop? Well, I am so glad you asked. That's what we are all here for, to learn, aren't we? Amen. Look at God just doing great things for us. Amen. <laughs> all right. So let's first start off uh, with getting a foundational understanding of what um, anime is, right? Um, anime is short for animation um, and animation is a method in which figures are manipulated to appear as moving images okay uh, those drawings um, put them you know together in sequential order and they become moving images right um, however the abbreviated term for anime is used to refer to Japanese style animation so America just really um, acknowledges like the TV shows um, Attack on Titan, uh, Naruto, Sailor Moon, um, Dragon Ball, right? Um, but Japan uh, acknowledges all forms, uh, not just the TV shows. So that includes Hello Kitty. Um, I think the other one is called like Paco, um, like the cute little, everything is always kawaii. It's, everything is cute in Japan. So um, Hello Kitty, little cute, you know, little thing, cuddly, all that stuff. So <laughs> um, the reason how I even got put onto Hello Kitty actually, um, is through my cousin, shout out to Niner, um, which she was like, 
like totally in love with Hello Kitty. And so like everything she had was Hello Kitty. And um, it, that's how I really was introduced and exposed to it. Um, I didn't get exposed to anime until later on, but we'll talk about that later. Right. So I just wanted to give us a foundational understanding for those who do not uh, partake in this subgenre um, or subculture of uh, anime. Um, I want to let y'all know what that really is and, you know, give a foundational understanding. So now that we got that out the way, um, I want to then take that and bridge the gap between um, black culture in Japan. Right. And how that connects to the influence of hip hop uh, uh, in anime. Right. So. But before we can really do that, we have to understand how uh, black culture uh, began to uh, become a part of Jap uh, Japanese culture. Like, well, like, how did that even happen? So, of course, um, uh, uh, this was post uh, World War Two. Now, mind you, when I was doing this research, I, I, it blew my hair back because it made so much sense as to how uh, certain images of us um, by us. I mean, black people are portrayed in Japanese um uh, uh, fictional, um, 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 stories and stuff like that, uh, especially as it pertains to anime. Um, and so, uh, black culture really became like prevalent, like I said, uh, post, um, World War II. Um, and the reason why this is, of course, um, black soldiers on the, uh, in, in the U S, um, during this time, we're just now getting, uh, we're just now becoming accepted into the military, even though, uh, we were still not accepted in, um, society right like we be accepted enough to fight for y'all but not accepted enough to uh live next to y'all type of type of ordeal um so we we we, we can die for y'all we just can't live with y'all <laughs> and that's that's literally what it is right and or what it was um still have a residue of that right um and so seeing black men right post-world war after japan's loss because they did lose right and u.s did uh u.s along with their allies did win um and so uh seeing black men became much more much more common right um so these very black men began to marry uh, japanese women and then they of course began to have children with these women and um there goes the starting of two completely different cultures opposites opposite ends literally um beginning to collide right um and although black men were swooning Japanese women, they were still being faced with these very prejudiced social norms, right? Being called racial slurs, whole thing, whole nine, right? It's like, it doesn't matter where we go in the world, we are always ostracized and talked down about, but yet wanting, you know, people still wanting to be us. It's crazy how like other cultures can recognize the God factor in us, right? Or, or the, the, the specific factor in us that, you know, they want to take or want to have or want to participate in as it being, you know, an original thing to their own culture. Um, but, but then, you know, deny us of who we are in the process. It's crazy. It's crazy how it's like, it doesn't matter what part of the world you go to, like, this is like, kind of like the same thing that we have to face, right? So, um, uh, back to the point, <laughs> the connection here, right. Is that, um, even though, uh, there were these black men were seen to be authority figures, right. Cause they were in the U S I mean, because they were, um, soldiers of the U S um, they, 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 there was, you know, this fear that there, that the Japanese had towards black men, um, yet still had this idea like, yo, I, I don't like you. 
because of how you look it's, it's huge colorism thing right so there goes the prejudice prejudice um, implications right there okay um and i want to read uh this quote um by chanel russell who wrote um this article entitled navigating the pacific um 20th century afro um, asian relations um and it goes undeniably african-american men occupied a position of power when considering their present uh, presence as American soldier, soldiers. They were also subject to both the prejudice of racially segregated policy and widespread colorist notions concerning darker skin in Japan. Okay. I am going to leave the link to this article in the description because I think it'll give you um, give you all a much more um, um, in-depth understanding of what it is um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling from pulling from here um, in the connection between black culture and Japanese culture as it uh, has manifested through um, media lenses like anime, right? So it's simply due to this anomaly, uh, anomaly, what am I? <laughs> it is simply due to this uh, anomaly that uh, in, in, in history that black culture began to influence uh, Japanese culture, right? Um, and is, it is only uh, evident Right to suggest its implications in media have manifested as things such as Afro Samurai and Yasuke, um, which are which by the way Yasuke on Netflix. If you haven't watched it yet, please, please, please do yourself a favor and watch Yasuke. Um, it it was based on a true so, uh, story um, during uh, the Nobunaga era. Um, this black um, uh, black man was fighting for the daimyo for the for the feudal for the for the um emperor of the time um right by his side so <clears throat> yeah uh it, it, it's crazy how to see that yo you know these black soldiers um were seen in such a militant or like brute strong stoic way um and that is being portrayed in anime <laughs> Like it, it's crazy to see that correlation all due to the fact of, um, in a sense, the immigration of black men or this or the stationing of black men in Japan and how that literally rewrote history um, and and rewrote like black people in Japanese culture. Right. Um, and so you can see from there how, you know, that led on into the fetishization of our culture um, as opposed to the admiration or the appreciation and leaving it at that um, it kind of took a turn and you can see that um, in certain aspects of Japanese um, art um, like like for instance um, Japanese hip-hop <laughs> they 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 take certain aspects of what is perceived as blackness um, and then they use it. So, uh, like wearing grills or, um, chains in music, in music videos, right. That's not indigenous to Japanese culture. Um, but because we have been such an influence in that culture, it has now been essentially appropriated and used in their own culture, um, as if it's theirs. Right. Um, and, and it, it commercializes the popular conception of what black of what blackness is. Um, and, uh, that's, that's literally, uh, like how or where we, we kind of like evolved in this realm of, uh, black in, in Japanese culture. 
right? And how those two have merged and collide in such uh, a dynamic but yet different way that um, often wasn't, I don't think it was, you know, you could have you precluded that this was going to happen, right? Um, so I want to get into like the list of like hip hop influenced animes um, that have kind of derived from this, this point of influence, um, which are, like I said before, Yasuke, um, Afro Samurai, um, Samurai Champloo. Now, Samurai Champloo and Tokyo Tribes, they, um, they have literally, um, um, fused hip hop into their soundtrack. Um, Samurai Champloo's soundtrack is amazing. So it's Yasuke's and Afro Samurai's. These are all hip hop influenced animes and they're using, um, uh, they're literally using the genre, um, as their soundtrack and pairing it with the scene. So it is so black. It's Japanese style, but it's so black. It is so us. Um, and it's so good. <laughs> it works so well together. Um, so, you know, of course, you know, I believe in this, that, uh, God is the source of all creativity. Right. Um, and as him being the creator, um, because th- th- we're, we're trying to put in how God fits into this all, we're never going to leave out how he fits into this all. Because a lot of times, like I said, go back to the first episode, we, we want to take what has been uh, given to us, um, as our gifts, but never give it back to him. So how does he fit in this? Right. So, um, he is the creator, right. And he's created us and we have been created to create. And that's that simple. Right. So he is the source of all creativity. And I think in religious settings, um, I often find that uh, those who deem like anime as demonic, um, uh, they they one haven't watched it themselves or two have been introduced to those kinds of genres and um, leave it there as if all genres are like Tokyo Ghoul or are like Death Note or are like these very dark uh, kind of uh, uh, topic or subject um, uh, animes. And they're not all like that. Um, And so it's crazy to see religious people see one scene, you know, and deem an entire subculture as being anti-Christ or anti-God when it was just that, that, that show. Right. That's like saying um, everything that comes out of Hollywood is demonic. That's not true. Um, Not everything that comes out of Hollywood is unfavorable to God. Um, But because you have the things that are unfavorable, it, it, you know, that 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 quote where one bad apple, you know, spoils the bunch. And, you know, it goes back to what I said in the previous episode, how um, religious people are so quick to demonize difference instead of understand it, you know. Um, and I think that is about, you know, humanity, even if we take it outside of religion, when we don't understand something that is unknown to us, it becomes a source of fear as opposed to a source to figure out, you know, um, or it becomes a source to label and to put aside and be like, yeah, no, that that's not for me, as opposed to picking it up, bringing, becoming more intimate with it to figure out what it, what about it makes you uncomfortable, you know? Um, and I think when you begin to kind of break the parameters off of what you think God is in and what he's not, you'll start to see him more. And I think in anime, um, uh, I, I, 
I know that there is a huge possibility um, for, you know, God to really overtake that entire uh, that entire culture, that entire um, hemisphere. But yet because people are so, so, you know, weary to look different and stand out on that difference, it hasn't happened yet. But I be- I guarantee you I'm going to be the one to do it. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there now. I guarantee you I'm going to be the one to do it. Um, and so I've, I've come to this place where it's like, I'm, I'm okay with finding God in things that people are not okay with finding God in. And I think that's how we get to religious, religious thinking is to say that, oh, God can be here, but he can't be there. Isn't he omnipresent? That's a conversation for another day. All right. So what I want to, to do to close out, um, to close out our, our segment or our episode is to pose a question. Um, and I, I want to ask, like, do you, do you think that Japanese people are, you know, exploiting black culture or are heavily influenced slash inspired by our culture? You know, is is it an exploitation versus, versus it's a versus, versus a inspiration type of thing? Um, like what, 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 how does that line, how is that line drawn and what does it really look like, um, to say I can be inspired by something, make something off of that inspiration and it not be, ex- uh, you know, exploitation. Like what is, what is that, what does that look like? You know? Um, and so the next question I have to kind of lighten the mood from that question is what is your favorite anime? Um, and off the top, I'm going to let you know, mine is not a toe. It will never change. Argue with your mama. <laughs> So yeah, go ahead, leave your answers in the comment section or DM me. I am, uh, I am so open to have some comment, uh, to having some conversation. Um, I'm really excited to see, um, you know, the conversations that we're going to have about, uh, anime, God and hip hop, you know, and what that really means and what that really looks like. So I, uh, hope this shifts your perspective, whether you like it or not, this is God and hip hop, and we will see you on the next episode. I love y'all. Peace out.